Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Welcome back. This is number 17 in our special podcast series on the teacher's introduction to attachment. And today we're going to be looking a little bit at memory and organisation. This is something that children who've experienced trauma struggle with quite a lot. Um, If you think about what we've said already in terms of brain development um, and the fact that some parts of the brain aren't wired up properly or they're not in the um, thinking part of their brain when they need to remember things. Um, But also what happens apparently when we all become stressed, we lose our short-term memory and become confused. Um, And for children who have experienced a a lot of stress in their childhood, they can um, become very confused. And not only do they not hear the instructions when we give them verbally, uh, but many times they can't process them properly. Um, One of the other elements to this is something that um, I read uh, through Bruce Perry's work um, about memory templates or blueprints, if you like, for our memory. And this is uh, how this works. When uh, when we learn something new, um, we do something again and again. It's repetitive, and it kind of lays... uh, There's layer upon layer of kind of of templates until you get this really strong blueprint structure of what that that activity uh, is. So if we take driving, for example, let's give it... uh, put it into some context. If you... When you learn to drive, for those of you who have learned to drive, you know that there's so many new things to learn um, and it's quite hard to remember uh, the gears, the, um, the, the clutch, the brake, the, um, the accelerator, the looking in your, your, your um, mirrors, you know, hand signal manoeuvre, all of those kind of things that you, that you learn. And you're very conscious of it when you first learn. And each time you, you practice... Each time you do that, it lays down uh, kind of another layer on top of what you already know uh, about driving. And then at some point, it becomes kind of instinctive and natural for you to do those things without even thinking about it. For those of you that have driven for many years, you'll know that sometimes you might arrive somewhere and you kind of think, oh, I I don't really remember that journey. Um, And that's because... uh, uh, the the memory template for driving is so kind of um, set and ingrained into our memories that um, we don't really think about it. The only time that we really think about it is if something different happens, if somebody pulls out in front of us or if the lights turn to red uh, when we're not expecting it. Those kind of things we remember because they're different. Now, if you think about for children who've, let's say, um, in their relationships with adults around them, have, have not experienced a, a, a great um, sense of belonging and a, and a really good positive relationship with adults, um, then what it means to be in a relationship with an adult can have quite a distorted view. The memory template to do with relationships is not set as it should be. And then if you try and change that later on, it's going to take an awful lot of work to, to kind of unpick that template and start all over again, really. Um, and for the children that we're talking about through through the book, there are a lot of things that you might see that would indicate to you that a child really struggles with their memory. 
Um, they may forget what they're doing. Uh, many of us might do this at certain stages. You go upstairs to pick something, to get something, and you forget what you, what you um, went upstairs for. But for children, you'll see that they very often are doing something and then have forgotten completely what it is they're supposed to be doing. They can be very untidy with possessions and clothing, um, little regard for cleanliness. Um, they lose items or equipment quite often. Um, and they can appear lazy and look like they don't care. And this, I think, is a difficult one because this is linked as well to, to um, the retention and being able to be in the right part of your brain. Because this has been said to us a few times about one of our sons that the teachers think that he's lazy. And it's not about him being lazy, actually. It's about him not being in the right space to do the thing that they want him to do at that period of time. But because he can do it another day, then it, it you know they say, well, I know he can do this, so he's just not trying. And it's not necessarily about that. So what are some of the things we can do to help children with their memory and, and with organisational skills? Um, a lot of the memory games that are around are really good to, to develop um, our short-term memories. Um, if you think about the cards where you've got pairs uh, and then you turn them over and you have to find the pairs around the board, that's a really good game. Or there might be ones where you have a tray full of items and you put, um, uh, you know, they have to, to look at them for a couple of minutes, memorise it, then put uh, a tea towel over the top and say what is on there, kind of like the old generation game. Um, the other thing is lists and visual aids. They will very often need lists for things. And this gets more difficult, I think, as they get into secondary school because we expect them to remember verbal instructions. And for a lot of these children, they, they won't... One, they may not have heard it in the first place. Uh, and second, um, they even if they have heard it, they very often will not remember it by the time they've got home. So make sure that you write things down and give information to parents and carers. Um, in terms of instructions, they they might need bite-sized chunks. So as I, I think I might have mentioned in another podcast that um, giving them too much instruction in one go can be difficult. So bite-size the, the instructions that you have for them, the um, activities that you want them to do, um, so that they've got more chance of remembering that, that chunk of information. Uh, and finally, as with a lot of these things, relationship is key, really. Um, it's about trying to build that relationship and help them to remember things, help them to build new memory templates in their brain. So their experience of relationships may be a very negative one. So if we can show them that actually there's a positive way to build relationship, there's a positive way to be in relationship, particularly with adults, but also with their peers, um, then that's just going to be be all, all the better for them in the future, really. So that is the end of today's um, shorter than normal podcast on memory and organisational skills. So I hope to speak to you very soon um, and uh, take care. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.